Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight, we will be reviewing that next part to our season three in Creepshow, the TV series, yeah. obviously. Yeah, they're, um, well, I think the first one came out in 2019. Mm-hmm. There was one in 2020, which got a little bit delayed, of course, to COVID. Now, the last one has just come out a few months ago, wasn't it? Yeah, back in May, wasn't it? April, no, May. that was um, that was the second one. Second one was that's in right. It's only May. just come out. Yeah, yeah. This one yeah. came out just, just in, around just. um October time. That's right. I'm getting my dates mixed up. Yeah, it's Alzheimer's. I'm an old fellow. I'm normal. Anyway, it's good to <laughs> get back into the swing of things yeah. with this one. So. Anyway, as I, so we won't go into too much of the details, yeah, yeah, like who created normal, and all yeah, that stuff. We can't do our normals, but we'll try to make it interesting. Has guys, it? bear in mind, most of these directors are the same ones we probably mentioned once or twice in the previous three uh, times. series. Yeah. However, I will raise a point occasionally uh, here and there, which I think might be good points of interest as we go along. How's that? Right. Okay. But the, we we did mention before there've been uh, what three? Well, this is the third. Season. They've also had an animated version. Mm. They've had a, is it a hot Christmas or a Halloween special. A Halloween special. Oh, Christmas, Christmas special. Christmas special. They've done lots of other things over the years. Uh, mm. In the in the spirit of good, clean, wholesome fun, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think it's really good. Um, I would like to see a bit more Stephen King stories in these. Uh, a lot of other good writers don't get me wrong. Me too. And Joe Hill has the odd appearance in the series. Yeah, he, uh, his he only Joe other story yeah. in this season the first one, is it? the first one. Yeah. The, which I think he sh- they should at least give yeah. him a chance with his other ones, to be honest. Yeah, let's, let's try to get a few more Joe Hills and a few more Stephen Kings into the uh, the creep show. Um, yeah. Uh, machine. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. so you know mm. that there is a few yeah. e- Easter eggs in this one oh, too. Oh, we don't again. get too much about the Easter eggs, but uh, but there seems to be yeah. whenever it's they get, it's getting near Christmas. It not seems Easter. like yeah. um, Creepshow has um, a bit of an interest in Easter eggs. They often little um, things in they the do background. little things like mention jo- George A. Romero or and, Stephen well, King. We watched one the other night when the episode there when they had Night Living Dead on the TV in the background. Mm. Yes. yes. George would love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Now, actually, as we said, this is based on the original Creep Show uh, idea put together by Stephen King and George Romero some years back, back in the eighties. I yeah, think. You yeah. Heard us meant, we mm, heard, yeah. You heard us reviewing the original first Creep Show movie. We I mean, it's really good. I mean, the first Creep Show was pretty much Stephen King's stories. Like the also, second one. I think it was Stephen King. Was it Joe Hills in the second one? I don't know. I can't remember. Second no, one, Joe uh, Hill wasn't in the yeah, second he, one. He nah. was a different actor, yeah. a young actor uh, playing in that one. Are you talking about writers? Oh, sorry. Are you talking about writing? No, but he would have been too young for that. He would have but been Stephen still a King kid. did the first two, but the third Creepshow anthology movie didn't have any Stephen King stories at all at all. Yeah. Mm. 
and it was a bit shank. I like Stephen King's writing myself. Yeah, they have He's a, a lot nutcase of, like me. No, there's <laughs> a lot of twists and turns in them, especially the short, um, short stories. Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock would be so proud. I've been writing yeah. a few of my own. I won't mean going into details, but I've been, I do dabble in writing my own short yeah, stories. Yeah, Sarah's been writing since she was a kid, and um, she actually see we did like, had a computer crash once. She's lost about a lot of her. Initial short stories she's working on years ago, but now we do a double save on everything, don't we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in this case, um, <laughs> those stories, I just pretty much took whatever was yeah, but you at, you know, up on television. You, you know, yeah, we got inspired by television programs and other things. But in this case, I often yeah. get inspired by more of things I see around me more yeah. than not just um, things I see on television. Yeah, writing out of life, whether it's... Uh, fiction or non-fiction that's probably better because you, you're writing about what you know yeah, yeah so that's, that's good I mean. anyway we're talking about this movie not you <laughs> now uh, like I said before we're going to go through the story going to tell the stories yeah, um, about each episode um, yeah. quickly but when she introduces each one I might just pop in and say uh, who the director was or who wrote them or just help out a bit but yeah. I will say that Greg Nicotero he has been instrumental in some early creature movies and work with, did he work with George Romero? Yeah, um, I stuff? think he yeah. um, worked mm. on Day of the Dead as yeah. a, um, mm. as special, a bit of a makeup artist. Special effects, was it? Yeah, special yeah, yeah, effects yeah. makeup mm-hmm. artist. And he was in Land of, he did Land of the Dead with him yeah. and um, another other yeah. um, um, I think he did a few a few yeah. other ones yeah. with other actors. Directors, yeah. and then there's, and but there's I think he, I think he worked closely with George because, yeah. um, I guess that's where he got his drawed his inspiration from. Yeah. And actually, yeah. I think he's showing up in the the, the three the three series. Mm. Yeah, he's he's uh, turned his hand to writing as well as directing in uh, the three uh, series that we're reviewing at the moment. Yeah, mm. Mm, amazing. So there you go then, good old Greg Nicotero. Yes. Yeah, so, mm. do you want me to dive into the stories now? Uh, you might as well go episode one and just see what the two stories okay, are. Okay, the first yeah, yeah. story mm. is called Mums. And it's about a little boy who lives with his mum and his, his horrible dad. He's a neo-Nazi type guy. Yeah. yeah. And one day his mum wanted to make a trip to visit her family members. It, 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 it's a ruse to get away from her husband. Yeah, and somehow her husband gets wind of this before they get out the door, and he and his frat, frat pal decide to take her to rehab, even though she, well, I don't they, believe yeah, that she know, was um, they, a drinker at the time. They told the little boy they were going to take her to rehab. She had, she had had a previous drinking problem. He used that as a, a reason to take her away, and they, they actually went out to some well, wouldn't say a cornfield, but just some sort of field where they're growing something, and they knocked her off. And yeah. They, and then they brought her back and dug yeah. her up, dug a whole bunger in the garden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and while the boy thinks she's at rehab and she's not yeah. going to return anytime soon, that's why his dad he says he wasn't going to return at all. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what. So that's what the dad told him, and so the boy um, finds some special seeds in his mother's suitcase, and he plants them and. Overnight, they grow and grow and grow, and and they pretty much uh, grow into these beautiful, red, vibrant red cu- plants with, yeah, with I, a I skull face in the middle. Yeah, it's like a yeah, yeah, like a skull face in the middle of the uh, the, the, the plants. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. and 
Oh, so there's a bit of hair growing on, on those plants too. Then the five o'clock shadow, guys. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, while this is happening, um, we he, we see behind the scenes that his dad's up to something no good. As one would expect in these sort of shows. Yeah, and he wants his son to be, impl- you know, to take part He wants part to be another neo-Nazi of his buddies. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's what he wants. Yeah, yeah. and he fe- and soon enough the boy gets wind of this and he finds out that that maybe something's up. And then yeah. when he's in the garden trying to rescue a pig from one of the plants, the plants were coming to life. Gosh knows reason. They come somehow. <laughs> the flowers are mutated with the um his mother's remains, and suddenly she's now turned to a mute um part plant part you know zombie. A mutated plant zombie thing yeah but well, somehow yeah. she's maintained her mothery instincts she loves her little boy and she tells him to go and get, get her you know get these people who killed her well yeah revenge be mine they yeah. the Lord. and, and this mom. includes yeah. a <laughs> woman who is sort of a, her her ex-friend who turns out to be a next love <coughs> a, a love interest to her to his dad. Yeah, she's not bad looking either. Yeah, she's like, good looking, uh, but yeah. it, again, she seems to be in on it and Don't dwell too care. much on this one. So, okay, we got all the other ones okay, to get through. So the boy um, <laughs> ends up leading both the, the girlfriend, the his dad and his mate to their demise in the garden. Yeah. And then what, what happened in the end of it? Um, he ends up taking the um, bits the of the plant, plant yeah. and they head off down to um he, her, to meet her ex, her, her family. family. Yeah, the end. Yeah, so he took his mummy for a holiday in a pot plant. And the next yeah. one is deals with a bunch of girls who are a group of kids who are into this awesome singer, and the singer's getting oh, yeah. pregnant at a hospital yeah. or is getting this going is to labour. Queen Bee. Yeah. And she's very heavily pregnant, so the kids decide to go down there to probably get a photo of the baby. Sneak in the hospital, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe he makes money. Anyway, they then. Oh, they're the greatest fans, remember? Yeah, and they encounter something they cannot explain, and it's a very twisted ending, which is worth watching, yeah, guys. The queen, uh, their, their idol is the queen bee, like in a real. B. B. Okay. Yeah, the next one is, let me see. Skeletons? Skeletons in the Closet. Yeah. Oh, this one is a good one, guys. Hey, this one was actually directed by uh, Greg Nicotero. Oh, yeah, this yeah. one I like because mm. I, this one deals with a man and his girlfriend opening a pro- special movie props museum. Yeah, and there's lots of, a couple of skeletons in there which were used from previous movies and different yeah, things. Like, yeah, like um, Razor Lost Ark, the, yeah, yeah. Um, what was it called? Oh, oh yeah, um, Poltergeist. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. The, cre- the famous creep show, you know, skeleton that yeah, you may be, the, from the movie, I mean, not from yeah, the, the TV original series. original guy. Yeah. Yeah. Get him at all now, got a yeah. beard. There's yeah. some interesting yeah. stuff there. And as you guys are well known, I've been looking up prop museums the famous ones and there are a few in yeah. america and anyway, stuff like that you, i also, looked, stories to get I also <laughs> heard about a website where they're doing auctions for props the well, famous we don't have the money stuff. so it's stuff is like mm-hmm. a thousand like thousands, thousands yeah, and thousands yeah. of dollars exactly mm-hmm. like i don't have thousands and thousands of dollars i don't have, i have a thousand thousands and this is mostly the stuff in, that's yeah. um in movies that are done in 2005 stuff yeah i hate to think how expensive the ones that go back to the 1980s well you like. think about the stuff over the years okay um the stuff that Charlton Heston used in the Moses movie, um, the Ten Commandments. Mm. That's a one-off. Mm. Now, that's probably worth a few dollars. Mm. Um, I imagine um, 
Charlton some, Heston's son won't wouldn't well, no, ever that's want probably family anyway. Yeah. That gets kept in whatever. Uh, some of the early stuff that George Lucas made for Star, the original Star Wars, the, the the guns and lightsabers and and some of the things they would probably worth something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because, yes. Yeah, because no, they're not making them again. They yeah. made it for the movie. So yeah. hmm. anyway, back to anyway, the story. Ma- moving right along. So the guy <laughs> in there is um with his girlfriend and they're in love and That's, move on and they again their museum organized. They got these special skeletons as the ones I mentioned and these his rival or his dad's ex rival I should yeah. say once who blackmails them because um, most of those some of those skeletons are bl- originally belong to our actual real skeletons that from real people. Yeah, but there's one in particular I can't remember what it was, and he said you dug that one up mm. out of a I graveyard, th- a yeah, real graveyard. I don't know which mm. one it was, but I, I know remember, for yeah. a fact I read somewhere that Poltergeist they, they they did really use real skeletons in that in that production. Well, they weren't being used anymore. No, true, no, true. Need them. But again, <laughs> I imagine even Steven Spielberg Bob Move put them back to along. the We've got the all the other shows to review. Okay. okay. Eventually, the rival gets killed off and he comes to life and somehow start, tries to take um, down the um, proprietor. But fortunately, his dad comes to the rescue as... Yeah, eating he, all the skeletons. Yeah, it turns out <laughs> in his will, he allowed his son to do whatever... Yeah, and, and he put his dad on display, so his dad comes, and they had a nice battle, and dad won. Yeah, it you know, makes me, skeleton fights make me think of, uh, I guess the old skeleton fights from, from a movie oh, from years I think, ago. I think Jason the Argonauts yeah, had something it. where they planted the uh, yeah. these teeth in the ground or something, and the and skeletons they grew out of the ground. It also makes me think of hmm. um, the, the third movie in Evil Dead. Where there was okay. a bit of skeleton fights in that okay. one too, okay, which move cool. along. We've got all anyway, these other shows to talk about. it ends really <laughs> good. Where the um, dead one, yeah. Didn't the guys, a girl girlfriend, get killed off? Yeah, or and she it? turns to a skeleton, and they make out. And yeah, yeah, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving rattle, on. Rattle her so bones, the next eh? one <laughs> is called Familiar, and don't get me wrong, it's not about witches or wizards or Just cats and dogs. For that matter. Just move along and tell a story. Okay. It's about this man who thinks a demon is following him. And the he gets warned by this by this by a fortune teller, I think it is. And Went tells to the fortune teller. Anyway, he tells him the best way to trap this familiar and, and get rid of it. And he tells it, like, you just need to find a box and then tempt the creature with something that that's belonging, that Bob belongs biscuit? to you. Oh, no. And... Then once the creature gets near, it's in, and it's in a sacred circle. It's and sacred, you know, pentagram. I they, mean, they had a uh, magic circle that he drew for it. Yeah, yeah, and of course he traps the creature and then he throws it into a quarry. I think. Or something like. Anyway, Next, no. and then he oh. finds out later that his girlfriend was in the box with the creature and. Uh, oh well, never mind. <laughs> moving on. Now I'll say this one: the last. Suburia, I think it is Suburia. It, it's about an artist. Yeah, this <laughs> one's about um, an art collector, who, a wealthy art collector, who who decides to buy a, a rare piece of artwork. Which had recently been found, but no one had seen it. Hadn't been put on exhibition. Yeah. He so he bought it so he could be the first person to see it. Yeah, and when I mean first, he means um, 
it will never be seen by the eyes of man ever again. Oh, well, we tell the story now. Yeah. In this case, <laughs> he burns the thing. And yeah, he, you know, he had a scouring at his house or his, yeah. his office or something rather. Home. He's home, and he puts it there so it's facing away from everybody. Mm-hmm. And he unveils it. He looks at it, and then he destroys it so no one else can see it. Yeah. Good to have that sort of money, hey? Yeah, it's just horrible and tragic when <laughs> you think about what it. But what was the uh, the twist in it? Ooh, the um, demon in the artwork comes to life and starts stalking him. Exactly. We won't talk anything more. It's quite a good ending on it. The next one is, let me see. It, I'll it bite. says, what is it? okay, I'll bite. <laughs> it's about a prisoner living in jail who, who killed his mother in an act of mercy. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his mother was sick with cancer. Yeah, and, and still the, he, got, he, got, he got put in jail. Of course, um, a mercy killing was still a killing in yeah. this story. And he's yeah. obsessed with spiders and, and tarantulas. That's right. He had pet spiders all over the place. Yeah. Uh, he's a nice man. He reminded of Renfield yeah, well, in Dracula. Mm. Why would I like a fly when I have a nice juicy spider? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so he gets bullied by one of the w- w- guards there who's um, also running a drug plateau wait, 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 wait. inside this the This guy prison. who's in jail, he's actually a doctor, but he's also a chemist. He made drugs. Yes. Yeah. So, and they're using him to make drugs so he can sell the other prisoners and yeah. make money. Yeah, I think yeah. it was opium they mentioned. Like, I think it was opium. Yeah, because yeah. he's the only one that could make the opium mixture. he knew mixture. how to do it. Yeah, he, yeah. Mm. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. Anyway, some of the inmates, they kind of bully him and t- tease him and stuff like that. And he then plans his ultimate revenge on the warden or the, or well, the, the guard. The guard, the guard, yeah. Mm. Yeah, he, there was another nice guard in the in this in this TV episode yeah, where he's yeah, a good nice guard, guy. bad guard, yeah, yeah, the usual yeah. yeah, police yeah. show stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he does get his revenge, and it's the most awesomest kind of revenge if you. And can we believe. won't say what happens because you're gonna have to watch it. But it's not what you expect. It's really, really good. <laughs> the next one is in, in the next episode. It's called Stranger Singings. Sings. And it's about so strange a, sings. Yeah, it's yeah. about a man who meets another a woman at a coffee shop. I Two think. women, wasn't it? Yeah, women, but yeah. he meets the first one oh, at okay, a coffee yeah, shop, yeah. and he walks her back to his home, her home to. That's right, that's right, yeah. And, and he then finds out that she's hub has a home with a a demon, or not demons actually, uh, a, a Greek. Monster. I think a siren. You know, the ones who used to sing in the sea and, and tempt the uh, sailors to their death upon the rocks, you know, and yes. those sort of things. Yeah. And she wants to remove this thing that makes her sing. And so transfer it from the other creature, the siren, into herself. Yeah. yeah. To have her voice. Because they, they would give her control over people or something. Yeah. Like yeah. The ability to um, mm. make do what you want for any man yeah. or something like that. Well, yeah, why not? Anyway, well, of course, uh, he's, a, he's a doctor, but yeah, he's not whatever. that type of doctor. But he was good enough to do the operation. Yeah. So he did the vocal transplant, and we won't say anything oh. more. Of course, that one's got a good twist, too. So, the next story yeah. is sort of a um, bit of a part comic, part you know, movie yeah, thing. Yeah, I it's, mean, called, episode <laughs> it's called Meter Reader, but it starts off, bring out your heads. H-E-A-D-S, not bring out the dead. Yeah, and this one, this This one is sort of like a cross between well, Marvel comics and uh, and superhero stuff mostly. Where in this one, it deals with um, some local superheroes who 
heroes who have to sort of save the locals from being possessed by demons. A demon stroke, zombie stroke, something or other. We're not really sure, but we think we think they're demons. Yeah, yeah. anyway, the latest one mm. nearly came close to killing him. We can't really be sure. Yeah, and back at home, his family are waiting on panted breath on his arrival. If yeah. He comes home. And he, he came home, but he wasn't very well. Yeah, and they tell him to go into the basement. Well, yeah, to the story is, I mean, he's, he, 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 he puts rules out. I'm going out and do a job of not back by a particular time. Don't let me in. Hmm. Don't believe anything I say, just in case you get possessed. And he comes back a little bit later than anticipated. And one of his wife wants to let him in, and the youngest boy Son. wants to let him in. But the, his daughter said, well, I'm following your rules, Dad. You said, can't let you in. So they may wait in the basement, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Of course, both mother and son didn't. They want to see They Dad. break the, the rules, and they head into the basement. And something happened. And something happened. I think that... that I, Unknown behind the scenes, I think that both son and mother got, um, you know, possessed, possessed or, or dad didn't. contained. That's right. We thought dad did, but he didn't. So we yeah. won't tell you anything more. Yeah. Anyway, no, the no, next no. story is called Time Out. This one's an interesting story. It's like um, a Rip Van Winkle type story. Uh, I would say that though, um, not, not a Rip Van Winkle, but uh, how would you put it? Look, at it's... How would you actually explain it? I don't know. This, 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 the guy's got a cupboard he goes into. Mm-hmm. And when he goes into this cupboard, that's like a wardrobe. Mm. And when he closes the door and he goes there and sits in there and turns the key, time stands still outside and he can sit in there for a day or two or three and do some paperwork or whatever and come out and he's a tad older. Yeah, the big problem yeah. is... Um, He's aging faster He's aging, than he and it yeah. kind of affects his sight, his hearing, his um, he's appearance. He's prematurely aging. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, well, and he kind of, and it nearly kind of affects his work too. He starts off really, really good. He's a young, uh, up-and-coming, executive-type guy. And he's a sister, is he? Or a lawyer? Yeah, a lawyer, yeah, yeah. I think. And he's, he's going really, really good. He's getting all this work done, taking on his hard cases, and he doesn't need anyone to help him because he's doing it all yeah. his own time. And when but, it, yeah, mm. and when he um, finally, he then decides to quit using the cupboard and decides to try to do it on his own for a bit. But somehow he doesn't make partner in, in the latest Well, he was supposed to be case. partner. He's part, he, he was a partner in the business, but he wasn't keeping up his end because he could, he didn't have enough time in the day. Yeah, he see, could, they, yeah. He put, they put too much Pressure stuff on him. him. Yeah. Yeah, thinking it's no big deal. Oh, he'll I'll be keep able to going. Get... He'll keep doing it. He'll keep... He couldn't do it anymore because he wasn't using his cupboard. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it has a good ending, but I'm not going to tell you too. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a predictable ending in one part, but there's a bit of a twist in it as well, which makes it quite interesting. We're mm. not going to say anything more. The next one here is called the things, things in, in Oakwood's Oak past. past. This one is all a cartoon-based one. No, uh, no. Yeah, they, they um, do live the odd. Stuff. Yeah, they do the odd cartoons. I know it's true, and they work. They work out quite well, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this one has. Um, I won't. I, I know we haven't revealed any of the actors' names in this, but this one has Mark Hamill playing the mayor in this one. Hard to believe. Well, but he's always been a bit of a voiceover actor. After he does a bit of voiceover work. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Some some people do both, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, so in this one, there is this 
interesting time capsule that they wish to open. Well, they think it's a time capsule. Yeah, and they're one of the librarian, one of the the daughter to the mayor, who's a librarian of sorts. It's um, like a local historian as well. Yeah, yeah. She tries to dig into the past of of this time capsule. And then she realizes it's not a time capsule. Near the midway latter half story. Yeah, it's not a time capsule. It's a cage. It's a cage to imprison something or other which we're not going to tell you until yeah. you want to show. But <laughs> I would love to tell them this one because I would... Oh, okay. okay. So it turns out there's these creatures inside this this um, the box and they start killing all the locals in Oakwood. And before you ask, once you... They can't go outside yeah, of Oakwood. It, 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 Somehow, they're in a cage within a Oakwood, cage. Oakwood itself has got a, a perimeter around it. You can't see it. That the demons or whatever ghouls can't get through. So, they're stuck in the Oakwood township. So, if you get the township's limits, sign there, they can't go past there. Yeah. But all these things are kept in this box as yeah. a prisoner as well. So, this is like a cage within a cage like yeah, sort of thing. And actually... Um, that was directed by Greg Nicotero, and he wrote it. Ooh, uh, cool. And he had a co-writer, yeah. Daniel Krauss. There yeah. was even at the op- in the beginning of it, there yeah. there was a scene where we saw a picture of George A. Romero in a cartoon form in yeah. a picture. Uh, yeah, you know, on the wall. On yeah. the wall. He gets around. He's a bit of Ronald McDonald, isn't he? No, not Ronald. I mean, um, Colonel Sanders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. So, uh, Sorry, but then again, didn't, didn't in the cartoon creep show we watched? Yeah. Didn't there wasn't there a Steve King um, car- caricature in that one? Oh, I can't I remember. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving they on. They sneak in occasionally. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, the next story yeah. is called Drug Traffic. Trafficking, where it deals with um, drug traffic. Drug traffic. No ing. This drug traffic. Anyway, it deals <laughs> with um, um. Going through, they're going through a border and they're, they're, they're trying to check people out, making sure that they, they have well, anything. There's supposed to be some sort of disease and they want to stop these people immigrating from one place to the next and trying to stop these creatures from spreading. Yeah. And they knew what they're looking for. And they, yeah. And they, yeah, it wasn't anything. They, they knew it was not like zombies and stuff or demons yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, actually, yeah. we don't know what that girl no. was, to be honest. Well, they're stopping people. They want to make sure they weren't these pe- those sort of people coming through. <laughs> Yeah, not they weren't look do, doing ordinary stuff. Mm. This is a different sort of u- universe. <laughs> Actually, it's the same universe. They just never saw this thing before. Yeah. It was all. It was the same thing, you know. Um, if you had illegal drugs that you're smuggling in, you then you're you might be looking at a very big problem yeah. entering into another country. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Whatever. And I can't. I still don't know Nothing. what this creature was. To it's, be honest, it's really weird. However, there. Won't say anything about it, but there's a cameo by the creep at the end of the, end of the story. He's driving the bus. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the final story we mentioned is called A Dead Girl Named, Named Sue. Sue. And this is where Mike was mentioning earlier that about the newscast that was in Night of the Living Dead makes an appearance in this one. And it's all black and white, yeah, so you know. Th- th- this movie, or this episode in this series... Uh, was actually done in black and white uh, in the same sort of time period 
that Night of the Living Dead was done mm. had the same sort of feeling of Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. And with the Night of the Living Dead on the TV in the background, which yeah. is quite cute. Yeah, where it's hinting that there's a zombie outbreak, yada, yada, yada. Blah, 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 and all the above. Well, this has not, yeah. no connection to the story. It deals with um, sh- a local sheriff and his deputies dealing with um, the mayor's son who's... Um, out of control. An out of control yeah, yeah. jerk. Yeah, keep... Killing, probably raping, and yeah, doing yeah. whatever he likes. And yeah. some, well, my dad's in charge of the town, you know, and he had, and, and you know, he, and he believed that the yeah. mayor could take the police officer's job away if he wanted to, and different mm. things, and yeah. leave me alone, sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Soon enough, mm. the um, sheriff or deputy, I'm not sure what his role was, uh, he. Sheriff, yeah, or he, policeman, he, he then, police officer. I think yeah, he meets yeah. up with the um, families who knew about this mayor's yeah. kid, and they want to take vigilante justice on him. And he said, "No, you can't do that." And but the, this police officer went and followed him, and he found him, and he saw some things yeah. where he found him. Found some can't evidence. say too much because I'll give this whole story away. And he thought. Nah, he deserves to die. Yeah. So, he, so takes, he takes him into custody. Yeah, he takes yeah. him into custody, yeah. puts him into um, a cell, and then he organises with the townspeople... To come and visit. You know, and nice. bringing um, his, the, um, the mayor's son's latest victim. Yeah, his, his latest kill. And who Wasn't is that, quite dead yet. Who has <laughs> now morphed into a zombie. Yeah, so, and, and she locked... Can we say that? He, yeah. he, locked, he, locked, he threw the zombie in the cage with him. They just watched him... Devour him. Uh, get up close and personal. How's that? <laughs> yeah, then we cut to um, the sheriff and his deputies are going to plan on doing the same thing to the to, local to, mayor. Well, the mayor, yeah, his, his father, because he, he, he's a problem. He said, we're, we're the law now because we've got a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, uh, There's no law apart from their law. Yeah, somehow, mm, yeah. Um, or... Mm. or Rules are at the window, and so, and and everyone's for themselves. Now here's something interesting. That was written by a lady. Wow, brilliant. Heather Ann Campbell wrote that story. Lovely. Interesting. See, yeah. women can write. Hey, you know, and that was a rather good story, that one. And, and I'm, I'm not saying females can't write, but it doesn't seem to be a lot of females writing horror-related stuff. Mm, that's true. They write other things. They write adventures, romances, blah, 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 blah. But when it gets into horror, it seems to be male-dominated. You still get the odd female in here yeah, prior but to do it. But at least yeah, um, it's not a bad, um, in this not a bad one, story. Yeah. the sheriff was a, was a good guy and he was willing to mm. help try to help these locals to get justice. No. Yeah. 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 Mm. It go. was a good story and I applaud it. Yeah, but interesting. It was quite a good ending. I liked it. Mm-hmm. But I did have a Night of the Living Dead, the original, uh, feel to it, which was good. I like that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Now, we won't talk too much yeah. about the production. Do you think it's interesting that throughout the series so yeah, far, we keep yeah. going back to Night of the Living Dead throughout these um, well, creep show episodes? We don't, it doesn't keep going back, but. It seems to go back to George occasionally, work. occasionally it sneaks in because some people write a story. And they bung it in the movie, okay? Mm. So, yeah. If they didn't write the story, it wouldn't go back to Night of the Living Dead. Not true. Uh-huh. But the point is, um, you think about it, the tribute, really, it, uh, Stephen King and Romero, George Romero, uh, put Creepshow together back in 1982, I think. Uh, and, yeah, it's a legacy, really. And they do get, you know, people will say, write a tribute story, how's that? 
and they bung him in there occasionally. Say, yeah, just like that. Remember the olden days, and that's why he had Nine Living Dead on the TV during this one and stuff as a tribute to George Romero. Yeah, mm. well, I often keep wondering when they did that skeleton to the closet. I keep wondering how many of those things that were in that episode were the real thing from from. From now, previous movies. They might have had just ordinary props, but uh, it just looked like it. I, mm. I, would, I don't think it would have borrowed them. Um, it's possible. No, whatever. I mean, in some yeah. um, studios, they probably still keep the old props yeah. as a, in case if there's a use for them yeah, later on. Yeah, but they don't just turn around and say, oh, you can, everyone, you can borrow them, unless you're attached to the studio. Because it's unless, theirs. Um, unless <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. some person who's... Um, if it belongs to a collector, per se, and... That collector is willing to, sh- you know, rent it out. You well, know, yeah, for that. lease out or learn it. I mean, you, you get things like, okay, remember when American Graffiti got done? Mm-hmm. They had all those old cars. Mm-hmm. Well, they were, those cars, I don't think they were hired. They borrowed them or, or they might have hired them from collectors who had the old cars which had been done up. Mm. So they look like new cars, but they're actually 20 or 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, you can't go and get a new old car. Mm. So and you can't buy them for the love of money because they're so bloody expensive. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. I would love mm. to um, if this if Creepshow could do a few more of Stephen King and Joy Hill's jo- work. Joe Hill. Joe Hill's yeah, work. Yeah. I mean, there's something. Mm. I mean, it's always good something interesting to to say think about um, their work. I mean, I like their. I know that there's no difference with e- with each episode. They both. They all have twist endings. And they're, all different, they're all different. They're all different. They're not. They're not samey. Yeah, they're not. And all I, but I must admit, and I'm going to go back. Um, I'll only touch on production a little bit. These three. Um, uh, what do you got? Three seasons have all been entertaining, and I found the directorship on all of them quite good. Hmm. Uh, and the story range good. So and um, yeah, it's a really good watch. So if you haven't seen season one or season two, I suggest you have a look at those. Mm. And then uh, as this one's only just come out uh, on um, where is it? Uh, Shadow is it? Um, Shadow. Shadow. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's only just come out. So I don't know how this stuff works. Whether they do repeats on Shudder and different things or whatever. Mm. But if you haven't seen it, see if you can find it somewhere. Um, I tried to find it in eBay and Amazon. It's really hard to get because it's so new. eBay doesn't have it. Amazon's got it through Prime. One listing there to, I think, for renting and or buying. I didn't pay much attention. But, yeah, it's not represented that well yet because it's so new. So keep an eye out for it. Uh, it should come online somewhere or other where you can actually rent it, buy it, whatever, yeah, stream it, yeah. Mm. Yeah, anyway, it's worthwhile, guys. Yeah. Feel oh, free to check it out. It's good, clean, wholesome fun, you know, people mm. dying and stuff being chewed up. And, you know, mm. but. <laughs> good, wholesome fun is in other words, isn't it? I right? get that from Daffy Duck. Remember mm. when he's doing that uh, quiz show thing mm. and Porky Pig's being beaten up and have rocks dropped on him and different things and lions and tigers beating him up? He says, like good, clean, wholesome fun. Yeah, yeah. eagle hands laundry, you know, yeah. Yeah, Your anyway. eagle's hands are dirty. We'll clean them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get old Daffy Duck. Love him. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, do you want to rate this now, or do? Or Ten. I'm going to rate it. <laughs> Ten and a half for me. I mean, we. I know we done a couple of tens recently. Because, I mean, when it's good, it's good. Yeah. When um, it works, it works. Yeah, and and these guys got the magic. And I'm not saying other people don't have it, but these guys are polished. Yeah. 
and you can't knock the stories, you can't knock the filming, you can't knock the acting, so you've and, got to give it a And down. you can't knock the lighting. Yeah, and sometimes you get, you know, uh, not so much in this one, I think you had um, maybe uh, one or two, or to me, known actors. I mean, they, had, they, they do bring other actors in, I don't know. Yeah. But in, in some of the, the early ones, they had some more well-known actors. Yeah, like Tobin yeah, Bell. Tobin Bell's in it and stuff, and some other people, and at... at um, Adrian Barbeau, is it, that who's in uh, the Creepshow movie? Yeah, the one who's in The Crate. That yeah, late. She, yeah. was, she, was, she showed up in Creepshow yeah, Series that was 1. In yeah. yeah, so people like that came in to the first... But they, they're using other actors as well now. Yeah. And they're all good actors. Don't, yeah, they're, don't I'm, I'm not knocking them. Um, it's good to see a new face occasionally. Yeah, I like it. I had a new face once. I, I would yeah, like it ago. if they did bring, um, you know, movie actors on board for even if it's just only just well, only briefly yeah, well, yeah, I mean you can old, old I'll say old uh, movie actors who like a kid actor who doesn't do kid acting anymore or just not doing anything so do it yeah, give them a chance to sort of get into a bit of TV work unless or, the payment yeah. they're receiving is not really well, to their usual it, standards I'm not sure can't, it, it can't always be about the money I mean mm. it's good to have it's, it's good to get paid don't get me wrong you know, but um, some people do it for the fun of it mm, and the experience and everything else as well as you do an independent movie, yeah. right? You've done one recently. We paid our people, right? Yes. But some people do an independent movie to look, we can't afford to pay. However, we'll give you a percentage of the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the net takings, uh, if we make any money out of it. And some people are happy to do that. Mm-hmm. But you might have to pay somebody, the main actor, say a yeah. couple of grand or something. Yeah, that's sort of stuff. But mm-hmm, true. Uh, it, should, it should be about the art. Uh, it gets more about the money sometimes, which is really sad. Yeah, um, it does annoy me that um, people mm. put. I know people need to eat. Yeah, that got, I'm like, aware yes, of. Look, it goes about saying people need it, but I mean, I'm not. I'm not knocking the production companies, the, mm-hmm. the big guys, and I'm not knocking the big actors, the real big name actors, but. I mean, when someone gets paid so many millions of dollars to star in a movie and their work is only for three months, I mean, for three months' work, they made so many millions of dollars on a chance that it might be a good movie? Mm-hmm. Huh? It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, the, the, you know, they're, getting more pa- they're getting paid more than company CEOs and everything for doing a lot less work. And I, I, I can't see the, uh, the the payments to some of these actors. Not all the actors, but just some of them. It, it, it's through the roof, and it's ridiculous. I mean, how's a, a, a good filmmaker, and I say the big ones, supposed to turn a profit on a movie if half the money's gone on wages, salaries? You know, um, that's <laughs> how they do it. I mean, it's really hard. It's hard to turn a profit on some movies. Sometimes they actually don't even break even. Mm. So, you know, it's really weird. I don't know. That's just my little rumble, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. um, that's about it, I guess. I'm sorry if this one sounds like a very short one. Well, we've done all the other bits before, Kazo, and the production here, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We, we don't, we're not going to go over it again and say yeah. Yeah, these are really directed good. By, uh, and directed and produced by you-know-who, yeah. yada, yada, yada. Because they had mobile guys. And, yeah, yeah. But and yeah. This, yeah. it would be nice if I could find some interesting film facts but about this season three for you guys, but... Um, I have a, I had a difficult time trying to find. Yeah, there's, not, there's not a lot around, so but it is a good look. If you like creep show stuff, I do. And you like Easter eggs? And Easter eggs, look in the background. Ah, I saw something. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's really good. It's fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's always good to find something Easter eggy. Anyway, that's about, I can't think. And I like that boring the people. I can't yeah. think of anything. And I like else the old-fashioned makeup and stuff here and there in those in creep show. Instead of the usual, um, let's just use um CGI because we yeah. think it's cheap. No, no, CGI isn't cheap. It's just easy oh, to get cheap. the effect. Okay, okay, it's not cheap. It's, I mean, it's, it's um, it's, it's just it, it, it creates an effect you can't do easily otherwise. So, oh, let's bring some CGI in. Well, that's okay, but. but. There's a lot of old movies which got by without CGI and they're still exceptionally good. True. Actually, an example, right? Remember, have you, have you seen the 4D Man with me? Yeah, I did. The guys walking through the walls and stuff? Yeah. Uh, Robert Lansing played the lead role now. Um, they had things of him putting his hand through a piece of metal, uh, walking through walls, different things. And that was all done probably what's, uh, what did say, layering or a bit of green screen or whatever. And that's all they did. And it looked pretty damn good. Hmm. Um, okay, why don't we go back, uh, instead of trying to reinvent the wheel and try to do something new all the time, why don't we go back and use some of the old skills we used to have? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I just miss some. I think I'm not the only one. I think I mentioned this say several times that I'm not the only one who misses um you know special you know making the doing old. it mandolin man man made man made special effects instead of computer made special effects yeah because i mean i mean some cgi looks like it's cgi so it's not actually adding to the movie no i mean depending on who the guy is with the computer you know. mm. uh but some is really really good and i think it's great but it's being used too much. Am I going to watch a CGI movie or some real human beings walking around actually doing something? Yeah, and actually really on location somewhere. Really on location somewhere. We are really in the Sahara Desert. We all are really, yeah. There's an oasis over there, yeah. Not, oh, we've got this green screen behind us. We're actually on a beach somewhere. Mm. No, no, no. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's mm. a bit of a worry sometimes. It, 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 I mean, they take it the other way too. Sometimes they get it a bit too basic and they're too yeah. much of that the found footage type movies come out there. Mm. Oh, here's another one. Yeah, and it's not done yeah. particularly well. And you can yeah, tell right yeah. away when you, from watching it that yeah. you can tell which is what, which is real and which is not real. Yeah. I mean, the, the old guys, I mean, way back in the day, early days of, I won't go back in the silent movies. That was a bit range. That was a sort of stage of static cameras. But when they start moving around a lot, around about 40s, 50s, they, they went on location, different things. And, yeah. They were good movies. Basic filming techniques, basic lying techniques, good not good storyline, bit of action, whatever, bit of love interest, and they were interesting movies. You didn't need all the flowery stuff. Hmm. Mm, whatever. Yeah. I, I know just, times change, but yeah. yeah. I mean, the one thing I love about movies is the travel. I mean, yeah. you well, get. Can you imagine a James Bond movie being done just in the studio? Hmm. No. Most of those, they go, go on location, do these bits, and then some of it's done in the studio. Mm. But they take you to all these exotic places, and that gives you a sense of realism. Yeah, and you say, I've been there. And remember we saw that movie, the Agatha, Agatha Christie one, Death on the Nile? Yes. Right? We'd been to Egypt, and we recognised the places that were in the movie. And that drew us in because we knew those places were real, and we'd actually been there. Yeah. We'd actually walked in the same place where these people were walking around. And that's a sense of realism, not CGI and green yeah, screen. Yeah, like the one they're doing yeah. at this very yeah. moment, trying to recreate the wheel by making um, def the new deaf on the Nile. <laughs> Where are they going to have on Mississippi, are they? Uh, no, I mean, I just, <laughs> it doesn't look real. I mean, it still looks like it's... It, it, looks, lo it looks a bit fake, doesn't it? Fake yeah, to okay. me. I miss the old um, way where you just yeah. make, a, make it look real. 
fair. Well, Elvira did her um, that movie. She went over to Europe, didn't she? Over yeah. Which go to? I can't remember. Hungary, uh, no. Hungary or, or Romania. 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 She made her movie in Europe. Hmm. And said, so "This is great. Probably it's cheaper too." But they, they had all the the right uh, landscape and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think a lot of um, hmm. uh, filmmakers who um, who were in they who stu- who make the movies based in America. Uh, well, the car- well, the story ta- it takes place in America, but in reality, it takes place in Europe. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can't really tell it's in Europe because, um, you, you well, well, the um, because of the cra- the um way the yeah, um, yeah. the guys filmed well, it. something um, before we cl- uh, close down. You know the uh, League League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. Okay. When they did the filming, it was supposed to be in the cobbled streets of London mm. and stuff. They did a location shoot in Prague, mm. which is in Europe. Because London doesn't look like that anymore, but Prague has an old area which looked similar to what London would look like back in those days. Mm-hmm. So they went to Prague in Europe mm. to do the f- London footage because they couldn't do it in London. So yeah, yeah, see, in, um, I think I heard somewhere that... I think there was one movie I was looking at where it said that they filmed in Europe, but they filmed the rest in America because they... Because well, uh, yeah, something to do with the fact that if it was just filmed in Ameri- in in just Europe, Europe or or for um, that the um, the people who will stream it in theaters would not touch the film. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. But the point still remains. Although I do think you. Um, but location shoots location are really important. Location shoots are really important. Yeah, really important. Yeah. If you get good location shoots and they look real. Um, it's got a sense of reality, and I keep telling you about reality. If you have a sense of reality, even in a f- fiction or a fantasy movie, it drags you into the movie. Yeah. And that's what you want for your audience. You want people to say, wow, this is great. Yeah, I, 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 I get dragged because I, it's real scenery. It's a real place. I might have been there or I've seen pictures of it. Yeah. And you start to get a f- sense of oh, reality. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah, we, yeah. I'm think, what I'm thinking of. Mm. It was, um, let me see, what's it called? Um... Hellraiser, the first one, I mean, the one that was yeah. made by Cli- Cli- Cliff, whatever, Cleve, um, whatever, Fork or something, whatever. <laughs> anyway, he said that he was, um, f- he filmed, um, for some of the locations in Europe, but mm. it, he tried to make it base it in America. Yeah, well, so you, 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 so that yeah. it would pick up both the, the American, American market. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly right. But you can make a movie anywhere and say it's going to be somewhere. Oh, look, you look at Matrix. Where was Matrix supposed to be? Hmm. Good point. It's supposed to be in America, right? Yeah. It was done in Sydney. <laughs> okay, yes. so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, well. It's done in Fox Studios. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I recognise some of the street, the street scenes they did there mm. in the back there, you know, driving down the road, there were alleyways. I used to walk around there when I was a kid. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, moving on. So um, this is that's about it for us tonight, guys. Yeah, it's been really, it's been a blast. It's been a blast, and I hope you guys enjoyed this last review. So this is Sarah Stevenson and Michael saying we'll see you guys for our next podcast. Bye for now. Bye, guys. <laughs>